1: And welcome to another edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. version, Islands, WTJX-FM, where yours truly, leveled James, it's a beautiful day in paradise. It really is. Sun's out. You got, I'd say, very, very good visibility. Not really see the outline, but outside, I look good. They said we should be seeing some Sahara dust uh later on uh this afternoon that's what professor aleman told us yesterday so we're gonna keep an eye out for that hope everybody had a wonderful vi eco friendship holiday weekend you know we had the uh the village up by the dc kind of park area uh and then of course you know the campaign started honest um yesterday early voting so people are there. This is a protracted campaign. People have been uh, in the Sunny Isle area because early voting here on St. Croix uh, takes place at uh, Sunny Isle at the Election System Office and St. Joseph uh, School uh, down there by the St. Joseph Church uh, in Estate um, Pleasant. There are about Mount Pleasant. So it'll be interesting to see um, how... Yeah, uh, things pan out over the next 22 days, beginning yesterday and ending on Monday, October 31st. And we had a Tuesday thing, so we should be hearing from um, Director Fox or one of her deputies around 8:20. Uh, we'll get the, some uh, numbers with respect to who participated yesterday. One of my uh, die-hard supporters, when I was in the in the arena, she called me yesterday afternoon to let me know. Uh, She was number 78 when she went to vote at around 11 o'clock yesterday. So that's a good number, you know, for starters, because yesterday was a holiday. And um, so we'll see how it pans out. I believe, uh, you know, when I look at these primary numbers, that um, even though the turnout was poor, comparatively speaking, in the primary of 2022... Compared to that of 2018, I believe um, it's not going to be a reflection of turnout for the general election. I believe this cycle, the next three weeks, that's four weeks actually, four weeks from today, is uh, general election days, 28 days. It's going to reach a fever pitch. The 20% turnout for the primary in 2022 was, was not good. But um, every election, including uh, primaries, um, are elections unto themselves. Something tells me that even though voter apathy is alive and well, in the Virgin Islands for obvious reasons um, given, you know, cost of living and all that stuff. Um, I, th- I think the, er- the early voting, that that three weeks of early voting will get people to participate and um, even if they didn't want to. You know that kind of how? It's long enough that like in the last week, people are gonna be saying, "Oh, well, let me go vote and uh, you know i'm i'm going I'm looking forward to talking with Ms Fox on a weekly basis or her, one of her deputies uh to keep a track of that and one of the things that we noted was that um two thirds of the total votes cast in the primary were in the early voting cycle. And I believe the early voting lasted for two weeks in the primary. And it's now lasting for three in the general election. Now back in the day, um, gubernatorial year, general election, 32,000 people used to vote. Anywhere from 28 to 33,000. Used to be like sixteen thousand in both districts. Now because of population displacement right you gotta got, to, got to be realistic and you go bring that number down a little bit. As a matter of fact, let me let me look at the turnout for General Election Day two thousand eighteen to see how many people came out. I'm on the vivote.gov website, and I'm going to go to 2018 general election certification. Uh, Let me look at the round numbers here. Um, 26,346. Right? 51.56% of the number of registered voters. That's the voter participation number. Yeah, so so, so that uh, you know that 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 tells you that we've had uh, some impact. Now, 2018 was one year after um, the hurricanes, right? So we had. Let me write this down. We had 26,000 in 2018. Now I expect that number to be smaller. 26,346 2018. I expect that number to be smaller for 2020. We're just looking at the um, voter turnout, folks. We analyzing the we analyzing the results. Just turnout, you know? Okay, 2020 general election certification. I expect that number to be a little bit smaller. 18,130. Wow. 2020. 18,130. That's significant. So, when you divide... Matter of fact, you know something, because of this, I ain't gonna go back to 2016 and, 20, and 2014 now. Just to get a feel for what's going on, because... 2016 would be um, pre-hurricanes, right? A non-gubernatorial election. 2016 general election. Mm. General election. Okay. Let me see. Summary, detail, official territory-wide answer. Certification. Okay, they had. They had um, Okay, official Territory wide election summary. Okay. 20,967. 2016. That's a non-gubernatorial cycle. Okay? And then let me go to 2014, which is a gubernatorial cycle like this one. Okay, let me see uh let me see what I wanna look like. That's when our Governor Governor Map won the general election. Okay, looking for the summary. Territory wide official results. Twenty seven thousand eight seventy nine, two thousand fourteen. Twenty seven thousand 879 So just looking at the last four election cycles to include two gubernatorial cycles and two general election cycles right the the turnout in 2014 was 27,879 the turnout or the participation i think that's the number participation in 2018 was 26,346. So now let me do some math here. All right? See, I don't start to get a text message already. People like when we are start to break down these numbers, like they're saying, St. Tabasco. Good morning, Rufus Tombo. Twenty six thousand three forty six divided into 27,879, 94.5%. Right, so there was a five percent fall off from twenty fourteen to twenty eighteen. Right, and from twenty twenty to twenty sixteen, we're going to divide on eighteen thousand one thirty divided into twenty thousand nine sixty seven hold on there eighteen thousand one thirty into twenty thousand okay and then there was a so that's eighty six point five percent eighty six point five percent from twenty sixteen so Just looking at the raw numbers, right, from a voter participation standpoint, right, we had a 5.5% drop in the gubernatorial cycle in 2018 from 2014. And then in 2020, we had a 13.5% drop from the non gubernatorial cycle in twenty sixteen. Right? Now one of the things that I'm noticing here is that the the difference okay, so let me divide now. Let me get a percentage here of this twenty twenty versus twenty eighteen. And don't forget twenty twenty was the heart of COVID. So, you can divide the 18,130, which is the participation two years ago, a non gubernatorial cycle, cycle, excuse me, from the 26,346, which was a gubernatorial cycle in 2018 68.8%. So, there's about a 30% drop off from the gubernatorial cycle. The non gubernatorial cycle. Yeah, from the gubernatorial cycle to the gubernatorial cycle. In twenty eighteen to twenty twenty, right? Sixty-eight point eight percent. Let me let me do the previous uh gubernatorial cycle to to um non gubernatorial cycle. That, that would be twenty sixteen from twenty fourteen, right? We can divide the 20,000 to see if it's similar. Twenty thousand nine sixty seven divided into 27,879. 75%. 75.2%. So there was a greater drop-off from 2018 to 2020 than there was from 2014 to 2016. So just looking at this, um, we had 27,879 voters who participated in 2014, and then 26,346 who participated in 2018. So in 2022, we're looking at with the same same impact and all that I'd say 25,000 24,500 to 25,000 voters participating in in this gubernatorial cycle just looking at these raw numbers so it'd be interesting to see how uh, this pans out uh, going forward because uh you know emotions are run while and Uh, You know, uh, people tend to do things and say things that are, you know, unnecessary. So we'll keep an eye on that as we get to the field pitch. We had the the debate last night, the Lieutenant Governor and Senator Janelle Saro, who are um, Lieutenant Governor candidates on gubernatorial tickets. And uh, I thought they, you know, represent themselves well. It was very, very civil, and that was good. And it's my understanding that the governor and 10 of VLA um, will be under uh, the same uh, conditions on Thursday, the 13th. So we'll see how that one uh, pans out. Um, You know, maybe it's the setting that that allows for them to remain civil. You know, Um, they could have uh, uh, taken some more shots at each other. But um, also because uh, they work together. Um, Lieutenant Governor Roach um, was a senator when um, Santa Saro uh, joined the legislature in July of 2017. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. Maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe it's just the personalities of both of them, you know. And then there was that uncomfortable question there about um, some comments that were made. Relative to, uh, you know how they live, and you know folks had to backtrack a little bit and realize that they were maybe impacting their own when they were making statements like that. Um, So that's why you know when it comes to elections and all that, stay away from the personality thing because it really don't you know it really don't solve no purpose. Seriously, okay. We focus on the issues and how we can make things better, and uh, so we'll see how that uh, how that pans. So again, a number of things we're gonna talk about. Hopefully, we'll hear from Ms. Fox uh, in a couple of minutes. Um, there was no uh, COVID nineteen local update because yesterday was a holiday. Uh, nationally, eight point seven percent positivity rate. And the numbers continue to decrease, you know. 38,855 cases per day. This is the average numbers, the daily average tracker. You got twenty-six thousand three hundred and eighty people in the hospital, three thousand one hundred and thirty in ICU. Average deaths at three seventy nine. You know, so we're heading in the right direction. I did read an article and we're gonna talk about that with Dwayne Henry. So we're gonna we're gonna drink some bush tea all this week. You know, and I'm number two. Um the, the America bracing for a winter wave. Um with COVID. Okay, so um because you know when people are are inside and all that stuff, we saw what the Omicron did last year. That was well. Yeah. Um so we gotta keep an eye on that. Okay? And Wall Street was open yesterday. That was down ninety three point nine one points, not bad. A third, a third of a percent. Uh, Thirteen of the thirty blue chip stocks saw gains. Um, Nasdaq was uh, down one uh, point zero four percent. S and P five hundred down three quarters of a percent, and the Russell two thousand down three fifths of a percent. So that's pretty much where we at. Uh, we'll take a break right about now, and then uh, uh, we'll be back. Uh, Right after this, hopefully talking with someone from the election system in a little bit. Be back right after this.
0: The VI Energy Office and the University of the Virgin Islands Caribbean Green Technology Center are hosting the first VI Energy Fair. There will be outdoor live demonstrations, interactive workshops, and leaders from the community will be on site to discuss what the territory is doing to reduce energy costs. The fair will be held at the UVI campuses from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on St. Thomas on October 15th and on St. Croix on October 30th. For more information about the Energy Fair, cgtc-usvi.org forward slash energy fair.
2: Good
3: morning, neighbor. I see you got your bumper, stickers, and your hat sign up, Paulie. Yes, I'm so ready for this election season. Me too. Just waiting for the info on the polling places and then ballots. What polling places? You mean voting centers? The election system is using voting centers this year, where you can go anywhere across the island, walk in, fill out a ballot. Just bring your ID. Really? Because my daughter live in Tutu, but walk all the way by the airport and would try to run back home before the sun goes down to vote. Nope. You're no longer stuck to just your neighborhood on election day. Voting centers mean you can vote anywhere in your district. And the next time, Try the early voting option too. Skip the line out to get on election day. Girl, you have all the good tips this year, man. So, who's going to win? Ha! Read my yard sign. Then pick any voting center. Just remember,
0: voting is not just your right, it's, it's the, the right, right thing to do. A message from the election system of the Virgin Islands
1: this, and we are joined by Madam Supervisor of Elections, Carolyn Fox, out of the West, joining us this morning. Morning, Madam Supervisor, how are you?
3: Good morning, good morning, Neville, to you and your listening audience. We are doing great.
1: Okay, good. So you're Thanks
3: fe- for asking.
1: Yeah, I see you. You're feeling good. So yesterday must have been successful.
3: Yesterday was a marvelous day. Marvelous day.
1: Well, go right ahead. I, I, I was just breaking down some numbers from the last four election cycles. So you go ahead, tell us about Yesterday and then I'll fill you in on what, what I was looking at from the raw numbers from voter participation in the last four cycles and now I'll actually add in two more. So go ahead.
3: Well, good morning again. Like I said, early voting had the first day off. We were well not concerned, but everybody knew being a holiday that we saying that the first day much persons wouldn't, most voters wouldn't come out. But to our surprise, the voters were there at 8:45 lining up. And so the numbers are great. And as you can see, they're kind of close in St. Thomas and St. Croix. But then you add St. John, so they'll get a little bit more. So we um, kicked off. We got St. Croix, got 451 who participated yesterday. St. Thomas had 453. And St. John had 25 for a total of 929 for the first day of only voting.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: So again, it was a successful day. Everything went well. Um, we're looking at continuing today, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., again, including weekends, until the 31st of October. 900,
1: so, 9, your numbers. 9, 9, 929, that's, that's a good number, man. That's an excellent that's
3: number. Excellent number for the first day coming out. You know, nearly got to 1,000, so that's great.
1: Yeah, man, yeah, man. And, and don't forget, still, yesterday was still a holiday too, you know what I mean? So, Correct.
3: That's yeah. what we said, you know, they had maybe a little impact, you know, mm-hmm. might not come out doing the Puerto Rico friendship thing, but, you know, still, they came out to show us that they're ready, they're going to participate, and we expect it to increase daily. Um, I'm projecting at least 17,000 will vote, early voting.
1: Wow, wow. 17,000. That's a that's a nice number. That's a nice number, seriously. That's a a very nice number. So
3: why I use that now, statistics like you. So I kind of went back and compared like election. Mm -hmm. Again, you go back to 2018. 2018 general election, we had 11,829 that participated.
1: In early voting?
3: Early voting.
1: And overall, I had the number 26,346. Territory-wide. Okay, right. Right?
3: Um, you're talking about, um, well, that's, that was the number I already said. Okay, let me... No, 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 no. What are no, no. you using?
1: Total, okay, total participation in 2018 to include a general election day, right? Okay, okay, you have right? both together. Right? Yeah, 26,346. So you're telling me of that number, how many were early voting?
3: 11,829.
1: 11,829. 829, so about, about 40%. Correct. Uh, of, the thir- of the total vote in 2018 mm-hmm. was only voting, right? Correct. And we're looking Correct. to flip that this time. It's going to be more like 60, 70% early voting and the remainder an and Election Day, right?
3: Correct. Because over the years, the yeah. participation had increased. Yeah. And like I said, now we're working on the voting numbers. So the number of voters is going to decrease to get the active ones. Correct. So now we going to flip. So that's my projection.
1: No, 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 That's the we projecting or you ain't saying that's what's going to happen. It's just yeah, like, exactly. ge- it's a that's guesstimate.
3: Yeah. my goal. Yeah. My goal. Yeah. yeah. Because if you look at it, you know, from 18 to now, so you increase because more persons again, um, willing to participate in this process. You know, every year it's increased, you know, and you hear it out there. So folks is like coming in, getting it out the way, and then they could do something campaigning on election day and they don't have to worry about voting at all.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: and then some people look at it also because they're like, well, that's the first, first vote that's going to come. You know, only voting is the first vote that's going to come after 7 o'clock on election day. Then you have the election day results and then absentee ballots. So everybody's looking at different strategies and what we push to everyone is Early voting begins with an E, so does elections. So both of it goes together, E and E. Absentee will come the day of. So again, we're excited. The process went well. What I've also instituted is I had two media companies to come out yesterday and tape the process, videotape. So they're going to do a day. Today and then the ending day. So we have a video that we can put on our website for the future and everyone can see that the process is transparent. We had MDM in St. Thomas. They're going to do St. John. We had consortium over here. So they may release a footage, but then they're going to come back this morning to look at the tapes and the seals and then look at the process. And then again, day when we close so folks understand what we do. There has been a little campaign or a little, not campaign, well, misinformation starting out there about poor watchers. Again, the law is the law. The law has been updated in accordance with with where we are now, I said that on September 8th. So we're following the law. Usually with early voting, there's no poll watchers. And there's some folks that wanna put poll watchers in place, but they're sending a request to the board and the board will address that. That's not under the office of the supervisor, number one. Number two, reasonably, we're in our offices doing early voting. And even when we go to certain locations, they are small. There's no way we could fit a representative from 30 something candidates in our office. You know, we still have to operate day-to-day. And like I showed the consortium yesterday, election officials run early voting. The office of the supervisor staff is only checking in the voter, and I'm in my office doing my day-to-day work. Requirements on the federal government, the local government continues. Right now in October, we're trying to get our budgets done, see what we got to spend for the first quarter, making sure we got our funding for the general election, and looking at what we're projecting so we're not just sitting there doing early voting. We got absentee voting still going on. So we can't allow to have folks just sitting in our office all day long doing poll watching. So that's something being championed in St. Thomas. And um, like I said, when the law changes, we'll follow the law. What the law is right now is what we are following. What I have done, I have extended an invitation to the candidates for any one of them or the representative to come in and watch the process. 8.50 and 550 hopefully not much voters are in there that's what i've done but they're not talking about that part they're talking about everything else and like they say, elections is coming and so the so is the misinformation if you want reliable information contact the office the supervisor and talk to the election officials so i'll end with that one there and then we go back to our numbers. Like I said, we are still doing the active, inactive. We're going to post it on the website. Should be up today or tomorrow. So right now, we have 43,395 voters. Like I mentioned last week, St. Thomas is still working on their list. But in St. Croix, which is true and accurate to now, we have 19,597 registered active voters. St. John, we got 23. 2,315. And St. Thomas says they continue st- to just scrub their list. They're right now at 21,483, which gives you a total of 43,395. And the inactive list, which will also be posted, they, they have statistics, because I want to make sure folks see what is there. It's not hidden, very transparent. And St. Thomas, um, St. Thomas right now, like I mentioned last time, they have 4,996 inactive, St. Croix has 7,004. And if you look at that last week, I told you 700 and something, 52, 62. But as folks continue to bring in the letters, who let us know that they're active, this number is going to decrease.
1: What, what's, the number, what's the number for St. For Croix? For St. Thomas? For Saint, no, no, I got it already, St. Thomas, I'm sorry.
3: 4,996. Okay. So they haven't got St. John in yet. They're working on those. Like I tell you last week, they have over 5,600 to put in or more. And again, early vote start. Absentee is still going on, and they still have this project to work on. So we're working on it. Also, maybe by the end of October, we are going to get the deceased listing from the uh, Department of Health. What happens there again? The numbers are going to decrease. So when you see numbers decreasing, it's not that we just the numbers out of our heart there's reasons why they would increase or they would decrease and so i'm hoping that Saint Thomas will get this done so we could get a true picture well it will be done by the end of october because once i put the numbers up for the day before election in november 8th that's the number that the the database is going to get to run the election statistics for the participation so that's our goal to get the number as close as possible and like you said they have more voters registered than we do so right now they are 21, and I think they'll get down to reasonably similar, either 18 or 19 thousand. So again, folks are reinstating they got the letter, somebody brought a letter in yesterday. The son had the letter sitting there for a month for a month, didn't open it, and now they brought it in. So if you bring a letter in or whatever you come to the voting send, you are still eligible to vote, but we have to clean up our database. so I'll entertain any questions you may have.
1: Well. I I, I got a question. I I got some information for you, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: No. Um 2010 gubernatorial election cycle, we had 34,600 people who participated. Uh huh. Right, 17,151 on Saint Thomas, and 17,449 on Saint Croix. Right. Um, four years later, 2014, we had 27,879 people who participated in the gubernatorial election cycle. Uh-huh. That's a significant drop off. Correct. Six thousand seven hundred and twenty-one less but people no, voted. What
3: happened then, though?
1: Between 20 between 2010 and 2014, clearly, remember, exploded. Hovensa and all that stuff, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. And then it remained kind of steady four years later, even though we still had a fall-off, um, but it was only 5.5% drop from 27,879 to 26,366. Okay? Okay. Uh, so I believe that we're looking at maybe... Okay, remember now we had COVID now that took place in, in between 2018 and now, and
3: then had the hurricane for 2017.
1: Yeah, you know you had the hurricane for seven, 7 seventeen, so that but that that, that so that's now. that's the five and a half percent impact there, right? Correct. Now we've had COVID between 2018 and 2022, right. right? So it could be anywhere from from that number. It might it might hold stream, or it could probably drop up maybe a 1, thousand fifteen hundred. So it's gonna be interesting to see now based on the numbers you gave me yesterday, it looked like they look like participation might be just as good, maybe even higher, because that's a big number for yesterday, not 929.
3: Exactly. That's what we said. Early voting set the tone for the election. Yeah. And if the first day started out that way, it only goes up. So we're looking at maybe 400 persons per day. That's our goal yesterday. And we got over 450-something. So you expect some days, and of course, like the last day, they're going to come out even more. But we said if you average 400 a day, St. Thomas and St. Croix, that's a good day.
1: Yeah, yeah. By the, by the way, you have a breakdown of how to, to break down the 451 and the 453 based on who voted at which polling sites?
3: I can get that for you. I, I'll get, I don't have it written me, but I could get that, so I'll have it for the next meeting.
1: Yeah, no problem, no problem. Now, um,
3: but I know the age group was the same age group of the 65 and up,
2: uh-huh,
3: and uh-huh. the 45 to 65 was the next group. Again, in St. John, our folks came out at lunchtime. St. Thomas, they started at 10, the peak. St. Croix peaked at 9. Um, we also saw...
1: Ele- you had the election- I- electioneering going on down on the, down on yeah, the main yeah, road. Yeah, on the holiday.
3: Yeah. Holiday, you had it in both places. in Thomas St. Croix was like election day. Yeah,
2: that's the, yeah, yeah. No, that, so that was interesting. The, well,
3: you see, started on a holiday. Give them that, that tone and the pitch to start the season off well. So I think that also helped. But right now, we saw um, close between the paper ballot and the express vote machine, which is good. So we have the statistics, but I didn't have it written on the ones that you need, but I will get that for the next one. No, we have a okay. connect, like I said, when you invite something, we'll show you that we could, I could sit in my office and I could look at what's going on. What's the peak time? What's the age group? The ballot type that they're using? And so we could get the report So it's no longer. The judges have to call in every hour to give us a number. We've passed that stage this year. We got to connect. I could see St. Thomas, St. John, and St. Croix, wherever I am. I could pull it up on my cell phone, put in a special code, and I could see the numbers and what's going on. So.
1: No, no, what's interesting is, you know, I I was always. See, that's why it ain't good to assume, you know. remember over the years, we always used to hear there's more people voting on St. Thomas than on St. Croix, right? But Uh I look in at the 2010 general election certification numbers and more people voted in St. Croix 17,449 than did in St. Thomas 17,151. Mm-hmm. So this thing about well more people gonna turn out in one district, you really don't know. You gotta wait and see. You gonna let the game play right? Yes you gotta do. Yes you have yeah, to Yeah that's 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 interesting but I, I have always known from back in the day um general elections, I mean gubernatorial elections Anywhere from thirty-two to thirty-four thousand people used to come out. Correct. Um, non-gubernatorial elections anywhere from twenty-eight to thirty thousand. However, once once the plant shuttered in two thousand twelve January, that changed everything, right? right? That changed the dynamics, and it looked like it impacted the entire territory. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, because the numbers went down, but 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 we still had an even uh, amount. We didn't have a, a, a major uh, disparity between Saint Croix and Saint Thomas as it relates to turnout, and we saw that in the in the, in the early voting, Correct. where early voting Saint Thomas, um, the number was uh, 2,285 When you include Saint Thomas and Saint John and Saint Croix, two thousand one thirty one. One thirty one, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the numbers, the numbers. So that was uh, the
2: primary
3: election. Yeah, yeah. So the so so turnout, the turnout is pretty
1: even, yeah. uh, territory wide, maybe at three to five percent. Uh, disparity yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah but it's good to see that the early voting uh has started i got uh one more um question i want to ask you going forward i also uh, two uh, two questions actually um because we, we 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 uh we closed out registration on sunday right correct yeah yes yeah. So i want to talk about that uh and also um about the next 20 days 20 days or well, 21 if you include today so we'll take a break Uh, We got our supervisor, Carolyn Fox, joining us on the Tuesday thing. And we're going to come right back and wrap up this conversation right after this. We'll be back right after this.
0: One day we're going to have space marines, we're going to have guardians that physically go up there. As Latinos, as Hispanics, we want to add to that tapestry. We want to stitch our own threads into it, and we are doing it today with the Space Force Anthem. I'm Magna Chakrabarty, American voices that surprise and inspire, only at On Point. Weekdays at 10 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. Synergy Fitness and Wellness Center, located in Red Hook on St. Thomas, has been serving the community since 2011 and offers on-site and virtual speech therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, and nutritional counseling. The therapists work with one patient per session. Synergy Fitness and Wellness hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. through 6 p.m., and Saturdays 9 a.m. through 4 p.m. No referral needed. Synergy Fitness and Wellness, 340-714-2348 or SynergyVI.com. Hey, I'm Smoky Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what, I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out
2: a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again, then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks.
0: Learn more at SmokeyBear.com.
2: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
1: And we're back here and analyze this the Tuesday thing with um, Supervisor of Elections uh, Miss Carolyn Fox joining us. Miss um, Fox, how did uh, registration go? How did that wrap up?
3: Registration wrapped up on a high note, also in both districts. Um, it averaged like from thirty-four down to like twenty-five each of the days starting Friday for all the extended hours. We also had um, reinstatement of folks, like I said, who brought back in their letters. Um, we did see a trend of a lot of young people coming in to register, um, 18 to 25. So we're hoping that that will transition into them participating and we will see a good number there in the um, 18 to 25 number. So it ended great and an afternoon, um, afternoon, 12 to 3. So the extended hours did um, prove fruitful for all the days that we extended the time.
1: Did, did we have any instances where young people who turn in 18 between no and november 8th got a chance to register
3: we didn't have much of those although we put it out a couple for the week last campaign pushing on it but we did have some 18 year olds who was already 18 that registered so that's why i said the 18 to 25 they showed a shift and increase um i know one or two of the events that we had in st Thomas where it was just mostly young people we had like 27 of the 18 to 25 year register on that one night one night so they are registering. Okay. But like I said, we need to ensure they participate. And, and when I checked yesterday, had like one 18-year-old had voted yesterday. Okay, so good. we got a way to look at the age group. And so we're hoping that they, they come out and participate, encourage their friends, family, parents, you know, community members, church members, to encourage the young people to participate. So uh, we could, like I say, see a big greater number of voter turnout in that age group.
1: Tell the public again where you can only vote.
3: Early voting, I'll start on St. John, the St. John Election System Office, Marketplace, upstairs in suite number two, a third floor of St. John is open 9 to 4 p.m. Then we go to St. Thomas. We start at Tutu Park Mall, the old Scotia Bank, And then in St. Thomas, the Elections System Office in Lockhart Garden, again, 9 to 6, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., And the weekend, including weekends, and up to October 31st. And then on St. Croix, again, St. Joseph Hospitality Suite and the St. Croix Elections Office. Again, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. So we're encouraging one and all to not wait until the last day. Come in prior. Come in on your own leisure time so you won't have to stand in any long lines on the last day. Um, Staff and I are there. And we're willing and able to serve you. And we encourage you, if you have any questions, to give our office a call 24-7. i are available. You leave a message, and we will surely get back to you.
1: Poll watchers, um, they've already been given their directives for representing their candidates.
3: The press release went out. I think there's a date on there. Um, again, that's really under the board, so I really don't keep up with it. But the press release went out to all the candidates. They just got to make sure that the poll watcher are a registered voter. And they have to get the names into the board admin representative, who's Richard Mohammed. And then they'll get the poll um, watcher certificates ready for them on election day. That's under the board. But we are sending out all the press release with all the notices. Again, like you said, what's upcoming? Again, deadline to get your mail out absentee is today. Um, absentee is available if you're on island up to election day, 7 p.m someone may need an absentee ballot the same day or something happened they're not going to go to the polls, they can get an absentee ballot one day once they're on the island. Um, we will put out the official public notice of the general election. That's by the 18th of October. And again, appointment of the election officers, as when it's here, 19 October. So that's the date, um, Neville. Mm-hmm. That's the 19th of October, they must get the information into the board. So they can appoint the Officials for the um, election. Again, the next big highlighted date will be the last day to check. The testing of the voting machines will be the 2nd of November. The last day of early voting is the 31st, like I said before. But the 2nd of November is testing of the electronic voting machines and tabulating equipment for the general election. The public and the media is invited and encouraged to attend for all those who got information or questions, to come and see the testing for yourself at 5 or 5.30. And the law states that while testing, if they detect an error, they are there to correct it in front of the public. So if there's an error, that's part of the testing process. So there's an A and a B when they're testing. So we're encouraging everyone Then, November 8 is the election day, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., the voting centers on Election Day are as follows. On St. John, Calabash Boom, and the Julia Sproul Elementary School. On St. Thomas, we're going back to our old home, Ivana, Eudora, Ken. We're going to use Tutu Park Mall, the same location that's there for early voting. Then we come down, we're going to use Charlotte Amalia High School Gymnasium and UVI Sports and Fitness Center. Then we come to St. Croix, starting in the west. We do Arthur Richards Junior High School, the cafeteria. We head up to St. Croix Educational Complex, the gymnasium, Central High School um, Gymnasium. Then we get to St. Dunstan's, your school, the school. And the last site is Kanegata Recreational Center. So in St. Croix, we have five locations. St. Thomas, we have four locations. St. John, we have two locations 11 so in total, no excuse.
1: 11 locations territory wide,
3: exactly Eleven, vo-
1: 11 voting centers territory wide. And yeah.
3: you could go to anyone on your island, so you don't have to go to the one cl- if you're in the area, you can go to any one of the voting centers.
1: Now, I, now, now, check this out back in the day, right, when that like prehistoric days when I used to run for office, right, 2004 2006. right? Um we used to have four type of votes, right? Um regular voting on election day, walk-in absentee, mail in absentee, and provisional, right? We started the early voting ten years later, right? 2014. It That's wasn't right. really a big thing then, right? But right. but I mean it's it's much bigger now than it was in twenty fourteen. But because of early voting, right? Walk-in absentee is pretty much non existent, right?
3: Have it on the list, Yes, but yeah. it's, it's very low.
1: It's very low compared yeah, to prior. B- b- very low compared to pre-early voting um, participation, right? That's correct.
3: And then in Saint Croix, there's no provisional at all. Saint Croix stopped doing provisional years after
1: because yeah, yeah.
3: polling place. Most folks get to the polling place. Yeah, you know? and Saint yeah. Thomas, we still have pro- provisionals. So so so, so,
1: so, so, But the question I wanted to ask is, um, why can absentee can happen between the end of early voting and election day, right? That, that is
3: correct. Right, That's because
1: correct. there's no need for walk-in absentee during the early voting window because you go
3: vote. Exactly, but then you got some disabled people that can't come or don't want to come. And we still have COVID. Yeah. We have some yeah. elders want to take care of their health, so they don't want to come at all. Okay. So they, they, they come, but even though now you come and you pick up a ballot, as though you say walk-in, they could drop it in the mail and mail it back. So it's either, you know, they got half and half because I could pick it up and I could still mail it back. But you will still have absentee up to election day because we still have folks that's disabled or the elderly that don't want to come out and they want the absentee. Now we got the application we'll pick up yesterday by the Bureau of Corrections. So they got some of the folks that may get absentee. They're gonna have them fill out the applications. Then someone will pick up all the absentee and take it to them. We could mail it We the Department of Human Services with the elderly program they do get for for those shut-ins or homebound that they have so each of the agencies have different categories of persons and again they schedule with us some of the seniors like the early voting that come under mr milligan's program so he scheduled a day with us they come and they handle priority all the seniors come and they help them they sit down they do the, the the absentee application or they do the early voting and they are happy with it so we have you know amenities for everyone Disabled and able and whatever, we take care of all
1: voters. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. And we, we've still started to receive um, absentee ballots coming back. People mail them back already. We had a little,
3: a, a little bit, not as much. We mail out 127 and on St. Croix. So no person said they've gotten them. Uh, we had maybe I see five on the list that came back so far on St. Croix. St. Thomas mail out is today. They had over 345 applications, so they always had a higher absentee than us um a lot is going to the states so that's done and like i said we had the six for you which was the military S- speak a little
1: closer to the microphone there's, 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 there's sorry something. okay there you go
3: okay we had six for um UCARVA, which is the military overseas oh. and none of those has come back in so again we're encouraging folks as you get your absentee fill them out as soon as you can and mail them back because we don't know what will happen with the mail system no, you're still in the hurricane season, November 30th, and mailing from the states. Most of the time, you have to go to Florida and maybe Puerto Rico. So, we're trying to encourage folks to that wait, get your absentee ballot, vote on it, and return it as soon as possible.
1: There you go. That's Carolyn Fox, supervisor of the elections. Um, day one for early voting is in the books. Um, 929 participants, territory wide, 453 on St. Thomas. 451 on St. Croix, 25 on St. John. And um, we're hoping to see this trend uh, continue all the way through. And the projections is that a majority of those who will participate in the 2022 general election cycle will do so in the early voting window between uh, October 10th yesterday and uh, Halloween, October 31st. Any final words, Madam Supervisor, before you... Your excuse until next week.
3: Again, thank you all for you and your vote. listening audience. I encourage everyone to come out and vote. Voting is your right, and it's the right thing to do. To do. And like John Lewis said, vote like you have never voted before. That's It's right. a critical election here, and also in America. We need to get out and participate. Thank you, thank you.
1: Tell them two, um media stars, Pat Brung and, and, and Dutch L. Tadman, I say, hail up.
3: And they are working, you know. They are on site. Pat is the judge at Saint Joseph, yeah. And Dorchel is up in the judge in the election office, so oh, they
1: are there. That's good. And and we're looking I,
3: forward to seeing you when you show up today. Of course,
1: I I, 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 did Saint Joseph for the primary, so I, I tr- so aware. I tried to figure out I should do some balance and go check Dorchel for, right. for the yeah <laughs> in the office, yeah. And tell me, people never uh, and I say he up to over there I in St. Thomas St. Thomas
3: Group. That's correct. Okay, Everybody's teamwork. And we the Office of the Supervisor and the election board, the Board of Elections. Yeah. We are doing our best to be transparent, free, safe, secure, and accessible elections for
1: 2022. And I'm going to give him my, 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 my business now. For all the people who live in St. Thomas and know live in Zen, the reason why she gets a special reference for me is that two of we raised up together, we move into Farm. our families move into Farm back in 1969. Yeah. donkey years ago. So Millie Benzen is like family. So everybody in St. Thomas, how come you keep calling Millie Benzen name all the time? That's the reason why, you know, her mother Aurora and Henry and my mother Gloria, all are we raised up in St. The Encarnacion. that's right. That's right. So we good. we good. Thanks a lot. Um, Have a good day. You're good. You're good. You're good. That's good. That's uh, Miss Carolyn Fox out of the West. She is the supervisor of elections. And there is a distinction, right? She is management, right? The board members right they're the ones that set the policy right then the election officials you know they're the ones that make sure that the process runs smooth on election day okay judges inspectors clerks all that stuff okay so there's levels to this thing okay and um transparency fairness that's what we are looking for and we want participation and that number good 929 right now that number ain't gonna remain the same um for the next thirty days. Right? Okay, if you, you get nine hundred people times thirty, that's that's twenty-seven thousand. Right? You it? Yeah. Nine hundred times three is is two hundred seventy times ten. Yeah, twenty seven thousand. Um so you know it'll be days when it's a little uh, less than others, but that's a very, very good start. You know what I'm saying? That's an excellent start. I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm good for this. And uh, you know if we're looking at anywhere from 17 to 18,000 people participating in the early voting, right, that means that we're looking at uh, 600 people on a daily basis, territory-wide, because we got, well, no, 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 20, 20 days. Let me say 60. No, 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 that yeah, yeah that's, this 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 can be yeah i guess i guess this is nine hundred yeah because it's 21 twenty two days, right, so we're looking at seven fifty eight hundred people on a daily basis yeah if we're looking at getting uh if if the if the the estimate of uh the supervisor is on point at seventeen thousand eighteen thousand i guess i guess it's no to hold steady. Anywhere from seven to 900 people a day, that's interesting. And just looking at these round numbers as it relates to turnout, 34,600 in 2010 had to fall off because of the refinery closing. And just economics. it wasn't just the refinery closing alone. it was economics. 20, dunked us 27,879 and dunk to 26,346 in 2018. and COVID. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if COVID got going to impact. Well, it should. It should because it definitely impacted voting uh, in 2020 because that's the smallest turnout we've had um, territory-wide in a long, long time. 18,130 people voted in 2020 territory-wide. 2012 that number was 28,643 eight years later and four years in between it was 20,967 well we'll take a break when we come back some Bush Tea Talk there with Dwayne Henry. A number of different issues to talk about. We'll be back right the after this. The views
0: and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.
2: El sistema de elecciones de las Islas Vírgenes lo está haciendo más fácil para que tú formes parte de nuestro equipo por medio de nuestro programa de voluntarios. Estamos en busca de personas buenas como tú que puedan proveer a cada votante el apoyo que necesitan para que efectivamente puedan participar en el proceso de votación. Puede comenzar recogiendo y completando la aplicación para voluntarios de cualquiera de nuestras oficinas en el territorio. Usted puede servir como monitor. También tienes la opción de convertirte en un facilitador, asegurando que los votantes que están votando por primera vez, los envejecientes y la comunidad de deshabilitados puedan votar con confidencia y acertadamente. Si tienes el tiempo y estás dispuesto a servir, hay un lugar para ti. Solo inscríbete. Si quieres más información, llama al 340-773-1021 y recuerda, el votar no es solo su derecho, es lo correcto hacer.